Hello, Steelers Nation Radio, and welcome to another edition of the Steelers Blitz here on SNR. On today's episode of the Blitz, Arthur Motes and I yap about oh, everything that's going on in free agency. It's always an interesting time of year. We've got some guys that are staying. We've got some guys that are going. We'll talk to our good friend of the show, Brian Batko, who covers the Steelers for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, and we will also... Uh, Talk about some NFL draft, too, as well, as we are now staring down the barrel um, just about two months away from the 2021 edition of the NFL draft. Let's get it going. Hewler and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. What's going on, Steelers Nation Radio? It's high noon on a Thursday afternoon. That can only mean one thing. It's time to go inside the electric factory here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. He's Arthur Motes. I'm Wesley Euler. Between the two of us, we have a decade of NFL experience and a really good head of hair. It's up to you to figure out the rest, but what you should know by now, you want to chime in anytime on today's episode, you can get at us on the .com. Of course, I'm talking the Twitter.com, at Wesley Euler, at the body 52 The body. Motsi, how we doing today? Man, I'm living my best life. Come on, man. We are in here. <sighs> I missed this you. Beautiful I missed you on weather. Tuesday, but I, I hope you enjoyed, well, uh, you know, your your day. All, all I, I know have you to had say some, is this. some some some, uh, you know, it's just some family things, some some things with the kiddos to take care of well, on Tuesday. Well, no, I, I was gonna say since I was older, I needed an extra day to recover. <laughs> I couldn't go with that route. You know what's funny is I, I did <laughs> I did get a couple tweets on Tuesday from people that were like, "Oh wow, Moats is still hung over from his thirty third birthday, huh?" Couldn't that, make that, it to that, the show. That, that's that's what I was gonna go with. Like, man, I went straight rock star, Motley Crue style. Burnt it up over the weekend, and I needed a full 48 hours to detox and get back to where I was. It do be like that sometimes. You know what Especially, I'm saying? you know, when you're 33 and not 23 exactly. anymore. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's, like, a little, like, it's a little bit tougher to turn I, the page. I was torn between my Jordan year, my Pippen year, Larry Bird, but I wanted to be Kobe, so it was like all over the place, but I had a blast nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Arthur Motes. Uh, it is certainly plenty... Um, Plenty for us to, to deep dive and to dissect today on the Steelers Blitz as it relates to free agency. This is always a, you know, it's, it's an emotional time, emotional time of the year, Arthur. Motes. It's so hard on all of us. So many favorites are going. Some are staying, but more are going. And, you know, I was driving in here today, Motsi, and, you know, that's when I get real pensive, right? Uh-oh. And I was uh, flipping through my shuffle on my, on my phone, you know. Driving my, in the right lane with uh, the slow I, people, right? <laughs> driving in the Taking fast lane in the left lane. And on my shuffle uh, came on this John Mayer song. Okay, you mm-hmm. know I'm a big John Mayer that's guy. Your guy. That's your guy. He's got a song called Moving On and Getting Over. Okay? How, um, you know, like in a relationship, moving on and actually getting over it are two different things. Right? Like the line very, in the song is moving on and getting over are not the same, it seems to me. So, Arthur Motes, we got a lot of Steelers here that we got to move on from and get over quickly. I can't get over on quickly. I'm sad. Let, let me ask you this, though. I'm emotional. It, it, it does seem like the panic is kind of palpable amongst Steeler Nation. 
like everyone is losing their minds. I was about on to say, come media. on, man, listen. Not everybody went to this fine institute of West Virginia, man. You can't be breaking up big words like that. We ain't go to the SAT. We we ACT people over here, all right? Before, before yeah, you you Virginia boys, put, put some respect on us. Before we um get into some of these specific names and, and scenarios and stuff, just in general, I think a, a, maybe some of the panic, maybe a lot of the panic from Steeler Nation is based around okay, well. Ben Roethlisberger restructured the deal, right? They tore up his, remember, they tore up his contract. I like when you tear it up like that. There it is. And they, and they, uh, you know, saved money against the cap, all those things, to try and keep the band together to make one more run at this. Mm-hmm. And then people are looking at it and they're saying, well, wait a second. Our drummer's off to Los Angeles and mm-hmm. our bass player's off to Cincinnati. We, we, we only kept the lead single. We lost the, the, the lead guitar, the bass player. Like, hey, go on. <laughs> our background vocalist is, you know, you know I mean? is, is signing down in Jacksonville. Hey, 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 but we kept the manager, though. The manager got extended, we did, we which did, is huge. They keep the manager. The ma- you got to extend the manager. Did you like like was this expected, Arthur Motes? Because I said that yesterday on the you know the show that I do on nine seventy that that we should have expected this. Come on, and, baby! And I got some clap back from Steeler fans that were saying, you know, we we didn't expect it would be this bad this, with everything that happened with Ben. But how many times, as it pertains to Steeler Nation, do we know what the reality is, hmm. but we allow ourselves to you know believe in this fairy tale that no, this is different because it is us. If this is any other team, we're not looking at them from an optimistic standpoint. If this is any other team losing these type of players, we're looking at them and we're saying, man, they're going to be bad. They're going to struggle next year. Because even though they might like Henry Mondo around the league, people don't care about Henry Mondo. And this isn't a, a shot at Henry, right? But you, you can go down the list. Like, Davis, absolutely. Bugs, or yeah. even Alex Highsmith. And yeah. In Pittsburgh, we love Alex. We're high on him. But you think in Baltimore they really care about Alex Highsmith? You think any of these other teams around here care? Like, that's the difference in terms of when it pertains to Steeler Nation, how we kind of will view it certain sure, ways sure. and always glass half full. When in the reality, it's like, no, no, some of this stuff is actually alarming. Some of this is a little bad. But yeah. to to answer your question, none of this is out of the ordinary. We said, yeah, when you have that much money that's accounted for in one player, these are the type of moves that you have to have happen to get in compliance. Not even – Fill the roster. Just right. get in compliance. Right. Because they still have to sign exactly. those draft picks that they're going to yes. make a couple months from now. So, so trust me, there's still going to be moves that have to be made. Yeah. They are just in compliance right now. So there will still be moves that will continue to be made as the thing progresses on. But this is what happens when you continue to kick the can down the line. You can continue to use your credit card, but eventually that credit card maxes out. Particularly eventually, with the pandemic happening absolutely. while the credit card bill is due. Because that, that plays that, a factor that play, in all it, this That played too. a huge it factor. It certainly does. That played yeah. a huge factor because the method was working because you were always under the assumption that it's never going to flatline or decrease. It's or always decrease. going to be increasing. Yeah. This year we saw what happened, and that is the that that threw the monkey wrench in the plan. Even though the plan itself has its flaws, as we talked about, because you can continue to get that cap number ballooning for some of these players. Typically, you can get away with it, but with the pandemic hitting the way it did, that luxury went away, and now you get this situation where you have to allow a lot of your talented people to just leave in free agency, and then you have to cut a guy like Vince Williams, who we know what he means to this defense. Yeah. So when you think about those things, this is the product of it. This is what happens when the bill comes due. It's true. We talk about those bills are going to come due. That's one of Coach Thomas' favorite sayings. The bills will come due. Meaning, you can kick that can down the line. You can continue to push it off. You can continue to put that rug over that that spill on the floor. You can put that picture up over that hole in the wall. Mm -hmm. But eventually, the inspection is going to happen. And eventually, all of that is going to get exposed. And this is how it happens right here. Now, the beauty is this. You still got the draft. 
Now you're going to have to be excellent in the draft, right? Because unless they continue, unless they make another move soon in terms of a release or restructure, you're not going to have a ton of money to yeah. just play around in free agency with, right? Right. right. So the next thing is you got to get, got to get, you got to hit a draft. You got to, because that's where all of these holes that we're currently seeing inside linebacker, outside linebacker, O line, wide receiver potentially, running back potentially. All of that has to get addressed then now. Right. Because you don't you you you're missing out on the first one that we we always think about a month ago, right? What everybody tells me, we're gonna get a guy in free agency and then we'll just draft everybody else. All right, well, free agency is officially here. Get to getting. Mm-hmm. Because once the draft hit, we know at least in free agency you got a little bit of control. Absolutely. You you you, you got a chance and you don't to, have to maybe pigeonhole yourself right. as much. You could talk to a person, you can hey, maybe you could sell them on culture less than money. Right. You once can also the, too, like, which mm-hmm. I think a little bit what I'm hoping is happening right now is, like, Kevin Colbert and company are kind of waiting for some assets to depreciate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't come in hot the first couple days of free Very agency. True. Yep. You wait, you know, give a few days, wait and mm-hmm. see who's still out there. Let the value come down. Then maybe, like, yep. Wisniewski was, right? Mm-hmm. Or, like, we thought Dante Moncrief was going to be. Correct. You can get some value there, too. Absolutely, man. Without a doubt, you can. I mean, that's a, when Tyson I came here. Wallet. Think about it. Tyson came that way. I came here. I signed a week after free agency opened. When I first came here to, uh, to Pittsburgh. So, without a doubt, you can definitely see how those scenarios have they're, worked they're gonna, out. They're going to add some people. They, they have to. Yeah, they, they have but, to. But right. the thing is this, though. You can't add people <laughs> without subtracting people. And yep. you're not subtracting bottom feeders on this roster. No, you're subtracting substantial right, guys. Bottom feeders aren't hurting and your cap that, at all. But that's the big difference. So, that's why even though we sit here and we casually say, oh, they're going to add somebody. Okay, cool. Well, who are we subtracting? Because that's what the conversation is going to start to become a little bit more just based on the money that could potentially be given out. Because the 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 situation we're in, because of the cap where it is right now, you don't have that luxury of the quote-unquote one-year prove-it deals, right? That's where everybody's like, give them a one-year prove-it deal, one-year prove-it deal. Well, the reason why you can't do one-year prove-it deals in Pittsburgh right now is because that one-year prove-it deal is going to 100% count on the cap this year. If you do a multi-year deal... Well, now you can spread that thing out, sign a bonus here, let it hit next year, let it hit the year after that. But you typically don't give, you know, multi-year deals to prove it caliber guys. But that's the scenario that they're in right now. So you could just see how you could create an even bigger issue going forward by trying to put a bandaid on a current sure. issue right now. Sure. But I'm not going to lie, the, the, the vibe that I've been getting, it seems as if, <laughs> and I could be completely wrong on this, but it seems to me that they don't want to continue to kick cans into next year and the years after that. Yes. Because typically we would see a lot more restructures. We would see a lot uh, more activity. Surprised, honestly, Hayden, yes. Stephen Nelson. Think about I that. mean, there's there's more work that they could have done already. But but it comes it. but it comes off to me like they don't want to do any restructuring that they do not have to do. So that way, come next year when everything hits off those books. It will look kind of like what the, the Patriots did. Back closer Absolutely. Because right. you saw the Patriots did this year, right? Last year, they took the L. They said, well, look, we don't have a lot of money from a cap standpoint. They obviously still have pe- like plenty of dead money. Yeah. Because of COVID. Absolutely. So they said, what? We're going to take this L, but then come next year, we're going to cut our checks and get the people that we really want. And now you see where they're at right now, right? Mm-hmm. You can make a debate where you feel confident they got the quarterback, but they're still in range to trade up and get a quarterback in the draft as well. And you and I have discussed, too, that kind of cheat code with the yeah. salary cap. Mm-hmm. The Steelers will position themselves nicely to be able to build around whoever yep. is the guy to, to take the reins from Ben Roethlisberger yes, in that indeed. next era. Yes, indeed, That's what man. you want. You don't want to be – like, we've laid this all out before. 
you want to be where the Rams were and they loaded up when Jared Goff right. was still on there. You wanted to be where the Eagles were, right? Mm-hmm. And they loaded up and they were the able to The Seahawks. The Seahawks as well, too. You mm-hmm. don't want to be where the Cowboys were. Very true. Where you've got Dak, you've got Zeke, they're great, they're young, they're low paid, but you're still paying Tony Romo and you're still paying Jason Witten yep. and you're still paying Des Bryant. Absolutely. You that's don't want to be in ki- there. That's how you kill your cap. Absolutely, man. And you think about what, what have we had to endure the past couple of years? Remember, we had AB's $20 million on the books. Then when AB's come off, you had Ben, but then Ben gets hurt. Then you had Ben come back last year. Okay, cool, right? Played well early on, struggled mm-hmm. down the stretch. But then we knew going into this year, regardless of if he was on the field or not, it was going to be 22, 22.5. So you can just see how those are the things that kill you from a cap standpoint. Those yeah. are the things that will put your roster in a bind because you are paying for somebody that's not there. It, it, I mean, that's what it is. Look at the Eagles, right? I mean, seriously, man. Million dollars for Carson Wentz, you're, you're, and he's not there. So you talk about how you're gonna improve that, and we, and I'm sure I'm feeling they're saying the same thing. Oh, you, they're gonna find somebody in free agency. Okay. I mean, uh, but but just know, overall pick. But but we'll but, but, but just draft. know, you got 35 million that's going to nobody that's helping you on that roster right now. Just remember that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and those are the scenarios that the teams like that get in. So it definitely, to me, comes off like I said, this team is trying to make sure that they don't have any lingering hangovers from this year or years past going forward. And I'm completely fine with that. But that would go against the quote-unquote steal away hmm. of always trying to compete for Super Bowls, right? To each his own. Take it how you want to take it right there. Oh, yeah, no, it, it, it's a lot to ponder. It, it, it certainly is. This, though, like I said, to an extent, I think it had to be expected. It just everything that we know about the nature of restructuring deals, then when you combine that to, like, they would not have been this handcuffed. We can we could say all that and also say that they would not have been this handcuffed if it were not for the pandemic. Like, right. every that's, that is, that's fair, but it's also the reality of the situation. And they, yeah, too, like, I know a lot of people, I've seen a lot of this on Twitter, too, Mo. It's, well, well, now they have $5 million cap space. Now they have $6 million cap space. Why don't we go out and get this guy? They still have to sign their draft picks. Draft <laughs> They still picks. have to sign their draft picks, which you're hoping is going to be at least, right, like five guys who end up making the roster from that draft? You, you'd hope. You Maybe more. Hope. I mean, you'd hope you more. You would hope. You'd hope more, but <laughs> I at mean, least t- five. Typically, when you start having your roster looking like how it is right now where you're getting a lot of key pieces leaving and you're going to have a lot more of the role player type guys filling into those spots – yeah, the the significance of those later round draft picks being able to come in and perform, whether it's via special teams or via some type of rotation, offensively or defensively, those draft picks come a lot more prevalent. Those draft picks carry a lot more weight and significance with them now. So yeah, you would definitely want to at least have a couple. I mean, you would hope so, right? You would need that. You would definitely need that in order to compete the way we want to compete. But that's asking a lot anyways, though, when you're talking about the later rounds of the draft picks, once you get out of the first two to three, I mean, we already seen how the first two to three rounds, it's no guarantee those guys are coming in a year one and playing. Absolutely not. You can luck out, right? Or you can yeah. you can um, have it work out where you get uh, Juju and James Conner in right. the second and third round. Uh, but you can also have scenarios where I don't want to name any specific names because I don't want to flame anybody out like that. Not but- with you, but, but just think about like around the NFL. Just in the division, right? Mm-hmm. There was a, a receiver in Cincinnati who recently signed with another team. He was a blazer. Came out of, a, what was that school in the Pac-12? Washington. Washington, right? He was a top, what, top 15 Top 15, pick? I think, yeah. Top, top like, 15 like 13, pick? 14, yeah. something like that. That never panned out. Nope. I mean, we can go down the list. Yeah. And it doesn't have to include Pittsburgh. We can. It's plenty of my time in Buffalo. Absolutely. EJ Manny was 16th overall quarterback selected. 
16, number 16 I overall being pick. I hot about that, that you guys took EJ Manuel over Geno Smith. I was hot. I mean, it was not that it worked it, out. Well I mean, they were, either, they were both the same Gino's player. The they, they were both the same player. <laughs> <laughs> if the roles were reversed, then it would be EJ still in the league. Because right, yeah. it, it, that's it. He'd have just gone to Seattle. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that, that's all that means. It's just the expectation when you're the 16th overall pick, once they yeah. move on, they move on. As opposed to a second round. Uh, exactly, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, there's plenty of people that have been down. At, Gino is a perfect example of that, right? Gino is a second round pick. You still expect a little bit more from him. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's just mm-hmm. a nice backup. Yeah. And nice because we haven't had to see him out there too much, so that makes him even better. He's been fortunate to be yes. behind some good guys in Absolutely, LA and, man. And, uh, and Seattle. Yeah. So when I think of those type of things, it's just like, yeah, yeah, P- plenty of plenty of crapshoot when it comes to the draft, regardless of oh, the rounds. Sure. Again, particularly this year, yes, when there was less college scouting, when those guys played less games, when the combine isn't normal. I tell people all the time, like a, a prospect that I absolutely love, but I probably would never touch is Trey Lance. Trey Lance is a beast, right? You saw what he did in the one year. But the problem was this. It's like you have one year of playing one AA competition. Then you have one game. One game from this year. uh, Against a 1A team, and you throw your first interception and things like that. And it's just like we don't get to see you anymore. That's not – you you literally play, what, 15 games of college football? It's a definition of a coin flip, Motsi, but it might not even be a 50-50 coin flip. Right, that's (laughs) – That's scary, it's man. Like a six-sided die. <laughs> yeah, like it's crazy to think like that. But that's what that's what you're drafting this year, right? That that's the type of chances you're going to be taking and hoping that it works out. Absolutely, absolutely. We got some tweets about this topic here. Let's uh, let's get to some of these because you know everybody wants to know our thoughts on some specifics here. Mr. Taylor. Hey now. Says, what's good, fellas? I have to know your thoughts about Mike Hilton signing with the Bengals. I am happy he got his money, but come on, the Bengals. Made me hard for, or made it hard for me to root for him now that he is with the enemy. I I understand. I, I'm with you on that. It's nice to see him get his money, but yeah, that doesn't mean you have to. All right, come on, Mike Hilton. I hope you get seven sacks next year. You could be happy for him, yeah. but he's in a different uniform now. Yeah, I like the play. I don't care about the team. Yeah, we, yeah. we talk about. I'll, we, I'll never root for the team. This. You got to yeah. root for your logo over the, the over, yeah. the, over the over the player. Yeah, like it's always steals over any of the other teams. But as it pertains to Hilton, I would definitely want to see Hilton do good. Yeah. Every game except when he plays except us twice, twice a year. year. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime he's playing us, I want you to have your worst game ever. Mm-hmm. Don't get hurt, but play bad. Mm-hmm. Preferably, I prefer you don't even go out there. <laughs> so that way it ain't got to be uncomfortable. You want to just take a re- load management? Yeah. You know, load management day. That's what I would love. But that's how I feel about any of the guys that leave here. It's like love to see them have success, love to see them get paid, mm-hmm. love to see them be able to take care of their families, man, on a, a generational level, right, for some Absolutely. of these guys. Absolutely. Life-changing money. Yes. That's, that's not hyperbolic. No. That's not, not hyperbole. Like, like, that's the truth. Seriously. Life-changing seriously. money. Any any of these deals you start seeing, man, like that can change your life. You know what I mean? If you 100%. handle it the right way, because this is money that, I mean, most of these guys have never even dreamed of. Like their family couldn't even fathom it. So to see them be able to accomplish this, it's like, all right, you really appreciate them in that moment. But after that, like I said, man, ball out, except when y'all play us. Mm-hmm. You're right. <laughs> it, it's that simple. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, let's, you know, we got, like, people are asking, we got some tweets about specific guys. So let's just go through. Let's, let's just, do it. Let's, let's just do run it, the gamut here. Uh Vince Williams, really. We'll start with the most recent yeah. news. Um, and now, remember, we are recording this around noon on Thursday, March 18th. So if you're listening tomorrow and something's happened with somebody else, just keep that in yes. mind, all right? They'd be like, what? You tell us it's the most recent. Wait well, a second. Hold on. when we recorded this, we, you know. Uh, earlier this week, Motsi, Vince Williams released uh, fees, or fees up, freeze up, 
four million dollars in cap space, but you know creates a hole there at inside linebacker. Mm-hmm. Uh, through the draft, through free agency, how do you think this is going to play out? Is is there, I don't know, maybe even a chance that Vince could be back on a different deal, depending on what the market's like out there. I mean, there's always that chance that. <clears throat> You know, they could come back and have a reunion, see you later, and not go by. That's always a, a very realistic chance, especially for guys like Vince who spent their whole career here. That's right, right. But at the same time, I'm not going to act naive and act like the business element isn't real. Sure. And knowing that, hey, man, if you could potentially get, you know, a nice contract somewhere else, that he wouldn't do that. I mean, that, Absolutely. that wouldn't make sense. Absolutely. <laughs> and I guess the only reason I could see him coming back mainly is because, like I said, the eight-year element. But knowing that they have a guy like Robert Spillane here, knowing that they have a guy like Marcus Allen that they've already converted, right, to linebacker, I'm starting to get a little bit more hesitant that they bring him back and think more so that they address that position in the first two rounds of the draft. Hmm. As soon as I saw them we release him, about this, as soon as I saw him release him, that's what I started thinking. I said, okay, where's Zayvon Collins? That's probably said, who they're going to be drafting now, man. As much as we were talking about offensive linemen yeah. and running backs, you and I have been saying it's since the, Steelers. the start it's the Steelers, they're going to take a linebacker with one of those first two or three we, picks. We know how the Steelers operate yep. every year. Yep. So I just felt like, all right, this already being a potential need, right? Even if Vince was on the roster, you could say, well, man, you may want to get a little bit more athletic, get a little younger in there. Devin Bush coming off the ACL. Right. Not a lot of depth behind either guy. Or you might be looking at outside linebacker because outside of TJ and Alex Highsmith, who else is on the roster? Ola. No, no, no. Who else is on the roster? Oh, that's true. He's not on the who roster else is on the roster? right now. Right. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. <laughs> that's true. So I was like, well, maybe they would address that position, right? But now seeing that Vince is gone, I definitely think if they don't pick up some type of veteran inside linebacker, mm-hmm. they will be drafting one in yes. the first two rounds without a doubt now. Uh, I think and, right. and I could definitely can see, read those tea leaves for sure. And I can definitely see the scenario where they are confident going forward. Chukes at right tackle, move Zach Banner to left tackle. They'll have Dotson at left guard, DeCastro at right guard, and between B.J. Finney and J.C. Hassanow, which I think it'll be B.J., Starting at mm-hmm. center, like that's how I see and then this. Maybe you have somebody you drafted yeah. too that's part of that, equation, right? Right. Know, in the conversation, in absolutely the, for the either right side, left, however yeah. you want to, wherever position they want right. to draft, right. something along the O line. But I don't think they would go O line at two. You know why? You still didn't address running back, right? So you're gonna and have we all know exactly if your O line can't block if your O line Swiss cheese. But that's the problem, right? Because we're gonna have, as you can see, it's too many holes and not enough need or not enough picks, right? Correct. You're gonna have to go linebacker or. You're either going to go linebacker at one and then try to get an old lineman or running back at two, mm-hmm. or you're going one or the other, you know what I mean, and, and flip-flopping it. But that's risky business because, it as is. we know, that pigeonholes you, like you just said, to what? Having to pick a specific like player or a specific position. Not with best player Texans, available. With Seattle, yes. with Cincinnati, they've done that for 10 years. And you're years. going to be reaching. You, you, you yep. will get caught in a situation like that. Yep. But which of those three needs, you have to address it. And I just feel like they're going to look at it and say, well, O-line, we got enough pieces right there. We'll be fine. Right. Give me a running back. Give me right. a linebacker. But to me, I think that that's going to give you the exact same results that we had a year ago. Me personally, I do. Yeah. I think the running game, if that's the O-line, is not going to be what we are thinking and hoping it would be hmm. or what it needs to be in order to minimize Ben Roethlisberger's pass attempts. Let's stay with O-line, then. we got a couple minutes here before we got to take a break. Uh, and then we'll get to more of these in conversation. We'll talk to our buddy Brian Bacco here in just about five minutes on the show. Zach Banner back on a two-year deal. Motsi, I think that's one we all kind of assumed you know, was, was going to be announced, was coming down the line. But now it is official. Zach Banner on a two-year deal 
uh, worth 9.5 million buckaroos. Is he going to be a starting left tackle, you think, this year? Got a shot? Well, I actually talked to him yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> he said that uh, Coach Tom is not pigeonholing him. Okay. He didn't say he was going to be left or right tackle, okay. but ultimately he's going to be able to compete for a competition. Yeah, but he said that he's definitely competing for a starting spot. He just didn't. He said that they didn't specify what was going to be right or left tackle. That was actually from him yesterday. Yes, indeed. I'm not. It was Rival Network, so we ain't gonna drop that. <laughs> but you know, I got you, man. You know, I got you, baby. You, but yeah, that's, I think that's. I, I, I'm picking up what you're putting down there. Um, it's it's you know it's the Pepsi factory while we're yeah while yeah we're yeah. I, I was Coke. like, well, I mean, I I I know what he said. Can I share a little bit? You I can. will. Just don't credit. I mean, you know, I just, saying, he no. said on a he said on a show. I, I'm not town. I'm not citing my sources here. I'm just it came from him, but I don't I don't know what we were doing for that conversation to happen. It's like Wikipedia. You just, know? just you know don't just, just trust me. Yeah, just trust it. You're good. Uh, I think he's got a chance to have a big bounce back here. I'm excited to yeah. see what Zach Banner does. Two year deal, and if he takes off, it's going to be value there for sure to get a starting tackle in the mm-hmm. National Football League for. Uh, Two-year, $9.5 million now, dollar deal, that's good What value. were your thoughts, though, on the payout, though? Because if we're talking— Signing bonus? Well, no, because this is my thing, right? Two-year, nine, nine and a half. Mm-hmm. If this is any other player, and their track record is they were released a couple times, mm-hmm. they played two quarters for—or they played as an extra old lineman the year prior, played good two point. quarters and got hurt, and then they give them that deal and say, hey, this is going to be either our right or left tackle— what would you be saying to that if this isn't a Pittsburgh Steeler? You you would be looking like, oh, y'all tripping. Yeah, it's true. That, that's, They're that's, putting a lot of faith that's in a, a guy bold with, move. with a yeah. lot of unknown. Absolutely. It's true. Who Arthur Motes, it's always interesting. Uh, Keith tweets, afternoon, guys. It's been a while with Vince Williams being released. If he signs somewhere else, will he play into the comp pick formula for next year? I don't believe so, right? If you yeah, cut it, people, mean, they're not part of the comp pick correct. formula. It's only if they truly leave in free yeah. agency. I believe, right? No, 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 no. Th- like, I don't think the Texans are going to get a comp pick for J.J. Watt. No, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure when you cut somebody, they do not factor into Yeah, I got to look into it. Because I, I, I know the money. I, I, the reason I was going to say he, we weren't going to comp pick for uh, Vince. Which is the money, too. It's because his contract's not going to be big enough. You don't get comp picks for a $2 million deal or, right. or seven. Like, right. it has to be, like, It has to be, like, a Lev substantial. Bell type deal right, in, in, in right. New York. Or, or, or think about Javon Hargrave, his deal, and that got us a third-round comp pick. Correct. So and like that was a pretty substantial deal, right? For the Eagles. Yeah. So you're not gonna get a lot of that if his deal isn't substantial anyway. So that's the biggest reason why I thought that it wasn't gonna matter. But um, I would have to look into that though in terms of how it pertains to players being released versus just their contract expiring. Yes, and how that how that whole thing works. Yeah, out. we'll have to check into that, but I don't think so, Keith. All right, everybody else who tweeted in, don't worry, we will get to your tweets. Uh, you can keep them coming at Wesley Euler at the Body Fifty Two. The Body. We will answer those before we get out of here, but we got to get to break because our good friend of the show, Brian Becko of the Pittsburgh Post Gazette, joins us next to talk all of this free agency moving and shaking. He's Arthur Motes. I'm Wesley Euler, and you're listening to the Steelers Blitz on SNR. <laughs> 